Welcome back to X Minutes. My name is Brian. I'm Wolf. And this is the podcast that takes the longest running single continuity superhero franchise to date and breaks down one extraordinary minute at a time. This is minute 87 of X-Men 1 and Mr. Wolf, what happened? Alright, so this is the scene that really solidified X-Men 1 and it's one of the greatest superhero films of my childhood. So... <laughs> We see more of the United Nations group at around two seconds. Everyone's like standing up and they're like super scared and concerned. And I want to point out a couple of things. At four seconds, we see Logan and he's putting his hands into the force field, spinning, what you call it, um, those spinning bars are like, you know, sort of being hit by his claws. He's trying to like cut them or whatever and while this is going on we see scott and uh it looks like he's got a shot he's trying to shoot uh when i was younger i thought he was trying to shoot the force field but we can see now that he's trying to shoot magneto magneto is trying to stop logan at around nine seconds we see a clip of the force field as it begins to engulf everything in its path slowly creeping toward the United Nations group. At around 11 seconds, I don't, you can see this kid or whatever. He was like looking into one of those um, telescope things that you can probably see like the Statue of Liberty with. And he like, you know, moves his head to the side and we can see his face. I always like was curious as to like who that kid was. Was he just a regular kid or is it like foreshadowing for something? Pretty sure he's just a regular kid. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. And we see, you know, more of the United Nations people. They're starting to panic now and they all begin to run. Oh, that's a pretty cool shot. At 21 seconds, we see them all running out of the bleachers area. <laughs> And behind them is this huge force field. It reminds me of that film Deep Impact when uh, everyone's on the highway and that giant like wall of water starts coming. Uh, um, I never saw it. Oh, it's a fantastic film. Um, oh, we cut back to 23 seconds. We cut back to Scott and Gene. They're sort of arguing back and forth on whether or not Scott should take the shot or not. And I think like... Them arguing, plus, you know, cutting to the people running and cutting to what Logan's doing with Magneto and Rogue. It just makes for a very tense moment. Yeah. Uh, it worked really well. Now, that's probably the only redeeming thing about the director. And that's not even enough to actually redeem him. But it is actually pretty cool. Uh, pretty cool shot. Yeah, that could have fallen apart with the wrong editor. But yeah. A totally. lot of credit to the editor. And the music. We cut to 26, which is like a really weird CGI shot of Magneto standing below Logan and Rogue, trying to control Logan's claws. And then finally, at 28 seconds, Scott says, I have a shot and I'm taking it. He makes the executive decision to take that shot, which I think is really cool. And then he shoots Magneto directly in the back. I don't think, I mean, he clearly didn't kill Magneto because Magneto's in two other films after this, but I think it would have been really interesting if he would have just ex- like just blew a fucking hole directly through Magneto's chest. <laughs> I think I saw but, recently a video on YouTube that talked about how Cyclops' beams are concussive. Yeah. Or maybe you mentioned it. I know, I don't think I mentioned that. So that's maybe, why it's yeah, able to hit Sabretooth and not just like go right through him kind of deal. No, it's like a, is it like a, like a, a force that hits them and causes them to like get knocked out or something like that? Yeah, that like a saying? car hitting them or oh. a punch maybe. 
based on mm-hmm. how wide he makes it because he can control the tiny bit of it. That's pretty cool. So he oh, might have a dislocated go. shoulder. Right. And he's like, he's an, he's an old man, so his shit's probably all fucked up now. Uh, <laughs> so, like, right after uh, Scott hits him with that blast, Magneto falls, which allows Logan to continue to cut the rotating beams. They explode into uh, like a dozen pieces and uh, fall to the ground. And that completely stops the force field from growing, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, and then everyone kind of breathes a sigh of relief at that moment. So if you go to 50 seconds, it's got a really, really cool helicopter shot of, I think it starts out uh, looking at the Statue of Liberty and then it rotates around to Manhattan. Yeah. I always thought that was really cool. 54 seconds, the police finally start, or the police of the Coast Guard finally uh, start showing up very late to the party, but mm-hmm. perfect timing. But yeah. uh, around 57, 58 seconds, Logan cuts Rogue out of the device, and you can see at 58 seconds, like, he picks her up and he is carrying her to safety. Or not carrying her to safety. I can't really tell because that's where this uh, clip ends. Yeah, he's holding her up by, I think, her wrists. Mm. Like he catches her before she falls back. She's dead. Um, I do have a couple things I want to point out. One, I thought was just kind of a little funny, maybe uh, at two seconds, the woman with the dress with the straps and the like diamond necklace. Mm hmm. If that was me, that look would mean, holy shit, these drugs are, what, what is this? What? <laughs> but also, there's a bit of a continuity error. They've got lights shining on them on, like, Gene, Scott, and Storm inside the head. But with how far the energy field has gone and how every time we go around Magneto, and all the energy is surrounding him, it should have been surrounding Scott, Gene, and Storm instead of just oh. being a light. There should have been a lot of CGI on them of that stuff. Yeah, that would have been crazy. Yeah. But I bet it was just a budget thing like Shine a Light, we don't we're running out, we're not gonna have it. Just we'll get away with it by having a really bright light on them. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, that is crazy. Like I never thought of that. It's like we yeah, they would be yeah, but they wouldn't have been like, I think they, I mean, they probably saved money by not doing that. But, yeah, that's, um, yeah. but like, that would have made sense and it wouldn't have affected them really at all because they're already mutant. So that would have been kind of cool. Yeah. But I, I get it for production reasons. Mm-hmm. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait a minute. At 57 seconds, she's got her scarf on. Oh, boy. Continuity? That wasn't there before. That was, that, was that a continuity error? That wasn't there when she was all. When she was talking to what's his face? Yeah, yeah, I think it is a constellar. Let me double check. Uh, she may have had it on, but the straps would have been going down her back because of that scene uh, that I thought was really weird, showing her clear. There's definitely something around her neck. I just assumed it was part of the shirt, but she's definitely got it. It's just not hanging down how it always normally does, especially in this minute at the end how the edges of the scarf or the straps of the scarf are hanging down. Well, I, I actually don't know if they're hanging down the front. I just see that's wrapped around her neck three or four times. Okay. Yeah, that is interesting, man. Wow. Oh, and she was also crying at around six seconds. She was crying in the machine. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, that's all I've got for this minute. I got one more thing. If you go to seven seconds, six or seven seconds, that like that um, that frame that's on Jean's face mm-hmm. looks like her makeup is like freshly done, like just done. And it's <laughs> like after all of this, her makeup is just held it together throughout this entire stressful fight to the death. Her makeup is still on fleek. <laughs> the makeup nice. is the real hero in this movie. <laughs> That's awesome. I have one more thing, actually. That shot that you really loved, around 21 seconds. If you look on the uh, right, yeah. on the upper platform, there's only one guy smart enough to jump down. Everyone else is, like, <laughs> filing down, like, just taking all the normal steps, and he's just like, nope, I'm um, jumping down, because that's going to take just an extra 15, 30 seconds. Oh, and there's a guy on the left as well who's jumping down. So only one, uh, two guys on the left, one guy on the right. All guys, interestingly. I don't know if they yeah, just, did, just came like, there without dates or they're just like <laughs> survival of the fittest, bitches. Like, it would be funny if they did have dates, like they brought their wives or their girlfriends or something like that, and then they just left them. Or but then kid. everyone's. Ugh. Yeah, like, and then everyone survives, and then their wife is like, Do you want to tell me what the hell that was? It's like, uh, it been like that movie Force, Force Majeure or whatever it's called. Hmm. I saw the American version, which apparently is not as good, called Downhill with oh. Louis Dreyfus and Farrell. I haven't seen that. Oh, when they're like on the mountain or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen that one. Follow along in the minutes on Instagram at X Minutes. And if you want to see us eat more shot glasses worth of edible slime made with beer instead of water, leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. The link is down there and the rating takes three seconds. The review takes a little longer, but if you do leave a review, leave your Instagram handle as we'll do a giveaway in the future. And that'll be the easiest way for us to find you if you win. I'm Wolf. I'm Brian. And we are the best at what we do. What we do is not very fast. Thank you.